Blog Talk Radio. Jim Beheim's comments in a minute about that, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> I 
But the thing is, is that I do agree with you, man. I mean, look, take it from a dude who grew up in the Piedmont Triad. And by the way, uh, Jeff just joined us. So, Jeff, how you doing, man? Welcome to the party. Hey, guys. Sorry I'm a couple minutes late. That's all right. How you oh, doing, no Jeff? Worries. All right. <laughs> cool. I'm yeah, I'm happy there. Oh, <laughs> yeah, I hear you that, man. I was going to, uh, like, I used a line from uh, uh, from one of the Die Hard movies. Welcome to the party, pal. So <laughs> thanks for joining us. Um, but, yeah, but I was saying, uh, we're, like, like Jeff, we're talking about the tournament, how it's being treated in Brooklyn, New York so far. We both, Matt and I, noted that, you know, the crowds have been more lit tonight, you know, being that it's the quarterfinals, you know, with the Blue Bloods playing, um, you know, Carolina, Louisville, uh, Duke played earlier today and, you know, and whatnot. And, and Matt was saying that the crowd was picking up when Wake was playing Virginia Tech in the sense that, you know, Biotech officially had a spot locked, locked, you know, locked up in there in the in the NCAA tournament, but Wake was pretty much playing for the season lines, and, 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 and it looks like that Wake may get in anyway. But but anyway, just give me your thoughts, Jeff, on on how the ACC has been received in, in New York City. Well, I'll be in Brooklyn, New York, rather. Uh, how, what, like, what are your thoughts on the on the tournament there so far? Well, I thought I definitely thought the first. Uh, day and even quite a bit yesterday, the the, the crowd looked pretty pretty subdued, and uh, you know I was sure. starting to to wonder if they were going to you know match up the way DC came out, which you know DC was pretty universally held as a as a huge success. Oh uh, yeah, yeah yes, it was a huge yeah, success absolutely. here. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, but like you like you were just saying, you know, now that we've got some of the uh, you know we're getting a little deeper into the tournament. Um, it's starting. It's starting to get that that ACC tournament feel, you know, that we usually see here in the in the in the quarterfinals and the semifinals. The crowd was up. I just read that uh, it was a sellout today, and uh, mm. you know, now that you've got. And the other thing I see is people retweeting, you know, articles that were being written by, you know, the New York media, New York Post, and 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 some of the papers up there, and and they're really looking forward to Duke in North Carolina. Tomorrow, you know the ACC, mm, you know, great historical nice. rivalry, playing in New York. So I, I definitely think it's it's starting to pick up, and and it, I think in the end it's going to be a success. Yeah, I mean to your point, Jeff. I mean, I mean, let's look at the games today. I mean, talk about these. These are quarterfinal matches, quarter quote unquote quarter, quarterfinal matches. Duke and Louisville earlier today, uh, Miami and Carolina. Uh, you know, Virginia and Florida State, which I thought was very competitive, even though by tech, you know, sorry, Matt. But, we played, you know, we, we gave them everything like they strength. could handle, and, you know, had, had, had yeah. Zach Lede not get that fourth foul, man. Whew. Yeah, I know. that, that And that's where the game turned. I mean, because Florida yeah, State and, was and, and, one at what, 7-1 run? Yeah, absolutely. And as Jeff, as Jeff said, I mean, with Florida State, you can see them play really brilliantly for stretches, and then for stretches, mm-hmm. even with all that depth, they see, they appear to go absent huh, at, 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 as much. Right, 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 and, and that's what almost led back, back in the grain. I mean, I, I got to yeah. say this about the boys right quick, man. I'm not saying this to you, Matt, just because you're on the phone with me, but uh, but Buzz Wins doing one hell of a job. I mean, he's turned that program around. I mean, you, you guys. I mean, again, you're playing shorthanded, but you guys display, I thought, a lot of heart. 
that LeDay kid is special. And it's hard to believe that he, he, he was coming off the bench. And now he's going to have his legs on his life for next season. I mean, he scored 30 points off the bench against Wake last night. And then he, you know, he, he balled his ass off against Florida State, but he had a fourth foul early in the second half, which turned the game. Uh, really, I mean, the game just literally turned when 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 he had to sit for his fourth foul. But I mean, I mean, and, and followed that up with a nice game with Virginia and Notre Dame. This 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 this. I mean, you gotta love this conference. It, I mean, you know, it, like, like like in general, but. The fact of the matter is, is that the New York City crowd—they're filling this, filling this conference, and I think in a few more years, you got to look your eyes towards MSG. You just have to. I, I mean, I, I mean, the Big East Conference is a power conference. I mean, they got good. They play great basketball, good basketball, I should say. But I mean, it's not the ACC. It, it's just not, and you know, it's, it's not the old Big East. And I just think this is on the beginning. And credit to uh, uh, the commissioner, I uh, uh, almost called him David Stern, John Squafford, for uh, thinking outside the box on this. So, um, Jeff, t- like, like, uh, tell me this, man. I'll kick it to you. Given the problems that my state of, the state of my youth, North Carolina, is having with HB2, that stupid-ass law that they have on the books. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. And I don't think it's being repealed anytime soon. Do you, do you yes, we can have a separate podcast about that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I know. Exactly. Don't get me started on that. But but do you think that it will ever come back to North Carolina, especially given the, the success that ACC tournament has had, not only in, in Brooklyn, but as, 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 as I said earlier, in, in D.C. last year? Yeah, I do think it will come back to North Carolina. I think that, uh, you know, what do they say? There'll there'll come a time when maybe cooler heads will prevail, and generally what happens to you guys, that comes over money, right? Uh, North Carolina will be thinking, oh, "Oh my gosh, we're losing so much money from business that we have to to do something to rectify HB2 to make sure that we don't lose these tournaments, right? Because the ACC is serious about – Serious about it, and they and they've. I mean, Jeff's already got a tournament there in his backyard, right, Jeff? In in South Carolina, and are you? Correct me if I'm wrong, Jeff. Did they move? I know they moved the ACC men's basketball. To, was it to Greenville? Uh, not, not the uh, ACC basketball tournament. No, no, the, you know the NCAA tournament. But but yeah, I'm sorry, not the ACC, yeah. but the 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 yeah, the NCAA tournament. Excuse me, they moved the NCAA tournament uh, to uh, to Greenville, right? Really yeah, that, that's absolutely yeah. right. What would have right, been right. Um, yeah, yeah. Know, and, and Greensboro and Green... was moved to uh, Greensboro. I mean, from Greensboro to Greensville, Greenville. Yeah, exactly. And 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 you know, I tell you guys. I mean, from my perspective, you could see Washington D.C. or or uh, Greenville easily host an ACC tournament next year. Both would be prepared to do that at the drop of a dime. You know, so yeah. Uh, you know, and and as Jeff said, as Jeff said, I mean, this is pretty. You know, it is pretty easy for pretty pretty. You know, a pretty easy decision to award the the tournament to both locations because both are capable of hosting it. You know, so you'd have to think that one either either, you know, you, you know that that either cooler heads are going to prevail or two the courts will get courts will get in. Well, this is what I think is going to happen. And, again, I'm peering to my little cheap-ass crystal ball. 
I think I'm taking the temperature of what's going on in North Carolina right now. I don't see it, unfortunately, being repealed anytime soon. So this is why I think it's going to happen. I think the tournament is going to go, like, after Brooklyn, like, after next season when it's in Brooklyn for the second year in a row, I can see it going back to D.C. I can see it going back to D.C. for a couple of years. Then I can see it going back to New York for another couple of years. Then maybe back to D.C. for a couple of years. I mean, you see what I'm going here? So, in other words, I'm thinking the ACC is going to forever look northward. It's, 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 it's going to forever, like, you know, because even though Maryland's not an ACC anymore, I mean, Washington, D.C. is, a, is still along that footprint. It's, oh, yeah, and I, and I blogged about that, as a matter of fact, because I, I mentioned at our site, and, Je- you know, Jeff will tell you about this. I mean, I blogged brought it at our site at All Sports Discussion about how I think mm-hmm. the next commissioner of the uh, of the conference will be Mr. K- Mr. Kelly, right, Michael Kelly. Mm-hmm. And he was mm-hmm. the deputy commissioner before, and Washington, D.C. is, a matter of fact, is his home, and there's plenty of chief office chief office uh, chief office space in Maryland, suburban Maryland, suburban Northern Virginia, or Washington, D.C. Right. itself to move the ACC yeah. offices, because I'm almost certain, you know, there are people, you know, I, I have a blogging, we have a site blogging partner, right, James Cunningham, who, te- who disagrees with me, but I think the ACC would move its offices, and that would, you know, that certainly would, if they don't get rid of HB2, HB2 and that certainly would you know, would possibly bring up, you know, the types of things that you talk about, about having ACC tournaments in, in Washington, Washington, D.C. on a more regular basis. And I, I absolutely do think that could happen. And I absolutely do think it could be, you know, do do think that, like I was saying, that either, you know, Greenville, Greenville, South Carolina is a good venue. And they, and they knew themselves that they weren't going to pass that same sort of bill that North Carolina did. You know, and so, like I said, you know, either of those options, or like you said, New York could happen, could happen. So, yeah, I mean, I, I just, I mean, many of us hope that North Carolina gets their act together because that is a central location for all of the ACC, and they have the greatest mm-hmm. fast food restaurants down there that Jim Beheim doesn't like. <laughs> <laughs> We're still pinging at Jim Beheim. <laughs> right. We can all go to cookout or Bojangles. Exactly. We're going to have our final thoughts fully dedicated to that guy. I can't wait. But I know <laughs> the tournament is going on right, right now. I know we're knee deep in the, uh, you know, the you know the actual quarterfinals is 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 like a half of being over with. I mean, you got Carolina and Duke playing the best ball right now. Florida State, them them like going ten or twelve deep, seemingly like it's yeah. like seemingly like playing well and looks like you know this just a dogfight between Virginia and Notre Dame. I but I like how Notre Dame is playing right now. Who do you see winning it? I mean, I I personally think it's going to come down between Carolina and Florida State. That I'm just just going to call it right now. But but who do you guys and Jeff? I will start with you. Who like who do you who do you see winning right now? <clears throat> right now, I mean, I, I think when North Carolina is on. They're definitely the best team in the conference. They have the highest ceiling. Uh, they're yeah. they're upper class laden team. They've they've been here, won big games before. They've been in this position. Uh, they took a sure. pretty good Miami team today, and uh, you know pretty much just brushed them aside. Uh, when North Carolina defends, and I, I when they get to tournament time, uh, you know they seem to kind of ratchet up the focus. And they're they're playing some really good basketball right now. 
mm-hmm. it's going to be really tough to beat the, the Tar Heels in this tournament. You know, of course, they have Duke tomorrow, and and, and you know that huge rivalry game. Duke's already beaten, you know, North Carolina this year, but I just I don't think they they've got the horses to to beat them on a neutral site. They're not in Cameron. Um, right. North, North Carolina's got a lot more, uh, you know, size than than Notre Dame. I think they would have an advantage if they played them. Um, if they played Virginia, uh, I don't think Virginia. Even though Virginia, you know, really gave uh, North Carolina a hard time when they played in Charlottesville, you know, but that was a that was a home game for Virginia, and on, on a neutral right. side, I don't I don't see Virginia being able to stay with them. You know, the one team that's probably the most equipped to to beat North Carolina is probably Florida State because of their size and their depth and and how athletic mm-hmm. that team is. But like Matthew was saying earlier, and I said it on Twitter, you know. Florida State is a team, you know, that they can play about seven minutes of just unbelievable basketball, and you're like, that's a team that can reach the Final Four and win the national championship. And then in the next seven minutes, you know, they're 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 not defending, they're they're taking terrible shots on offense, they're out of position, you know, when it comes to rebounding, and you know, I don't and unforced turnovers. Game. I mean, I looked at that last yeah, two absolutely. minutes of the Virginia Tech game, and I'm thinking they're letting the Hokies back in. Right. I don't I think mean, there's, a, there's not another top, you know, 15, top 20 team in America that I think is is more unpredictable of what you'll get from five minutes, you know, in a game from the next five minutes in Florida State. I mean, if they can, if they could ever put a full, you know, 40 minutes uh, together for a series of games, I mean, they can definitely reach the final form or. You know they could be put out in the first round. They're 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 going to be one yeah. very difficult team to predict. Right, and I agree with you, like like there because, I mean, it kind of sucks how the parents were. I mean, how the seedings came down because, you know, so like, Duke and Louisville play today in a quarterfinal game, for Christ's sake, and having those two teams be on the same side as Carolina, uh, you know. The same side of the bracket as Carolina, you know, before the finals, um, you know, it 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 it's kind of messed up. But then again, it's very exciting. I mean, hell, I mean, the the the, uh, the New York crowds look at the taste of Duke and Carolina for the first time, and you know, you got like that, and you know, you you thought the crowds were pretty much lit tonight. So wait, you, it's, I mean, just just wait till tomorrow, especially that that, that Duke Carolina game. It's going to be off the chain. I mean, that's a rubber match. And, you know, I, I mean, the way the city has taken to the ACC tournament in these latter stages, in, in these latter stages of the tournament, the comes tournament, I love it. Um, one more thing before we get to kind of roast Jim Beheim. Uh, <laughs> it looks like to me the Tony bids, you know, like I saw Joel Anadi, as I like to call him, he has uh, 10 ACC teams making a dance. Um, two of which, Syracuse and Wake Forest, or two of them among the last four teams in, which I kind of see that. Um, I personally think that Syracuse would be sweating bullets comes to Oh, yeah. Sunday. Yeah, I think, uh, Je- I think if Jeff is right game. about both Wake and Syracuse, he better be scheduling that hotel room in Dayton. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. that's what I'm thinking. Yeah, yeah, because you know Wake pretty much played their way in, like the last two games of the season. Well, the, well, the, uh, you know, three of the last four games of the season, you know, beating 
Boston College winning at Georgia, winning at, at Virginia Tech, which I thought was a good win because I think Virginia Tech's a good team, and winning at home against Louisville changed everything. Oh, yeah, like, definitely, like definitely. Had a bad, yeah, exactly, because it's not like Wake had a bad loss this season. It's no, like, no. Who they beat? I mean, who, like, who did they beat? I mean, they almost beat Xavier on the road earlier this year, this season. Um, but until they they, they – they they close the deal against Louisville. It's like who did they really beat? So now they got the signature win. They look well. They play well at Virginia Tech. The road wins and ACC count a bunch. They, they finish with nine wins, which is amazing. I mean, Danny Mann's done a hell of a job with Clause. Done a good job. Saturday There's nine. been a lot of good coaching right. jobs in the ACC this year too. <laughs> yes, it has. <laughs> yes, it has. And so now I think that we're going to see ten teams. So. Um, so Matt, Hokie Smash, my friend. How many things yes. do you have? You see ten or nine or, or eight? I, I, you know, I, how about this? I'm going to say nine. Some of those mm-hmm. Syracuse fans will get upset when I say this, but I mean Syracuse is the classic Jekyll and Hyde team. I mean, because they have yes, some they really good wins on their schedule. Jeff, Jeff's talked about that. Jeff's talked about that several times. But they also have some really, really awful losses. Losing to Boston they College, don't. right? I mean, was bad. Losing to Georgetown, who lost to Arkansas State, awful. You know, yeah. I, I've talked about that several several times. So yeah, if they're in, if they're in, they are the very last team in the tournament. Yes, I agree. They probably will be the very last team in the tournament because again, so nine. I'll take nine. How's that? That sounds good to me because again, Syracuse, they they won ten games in the ACC. But, I mean, hell, you can't lose to Boston College. You can't lose to Georgia. Sure, so can't get blown out by St. John's. I mean, good yeah. gracious. <laughs> right, right. Just, I know, I know. I mean, it's an interesting debate, though, because, you know, they do have ten wins and Wake has nine. Yep. And they have some better win. They have some, you know, they, obviously they have some better wins. And some people say better wins count more. But you never know if the committee is going right. to say, well, should we also equally weigh really horrific losses? You know, you don't know what they're going to do. Right. So, I don't know. Right. Jeff, what do you think about that? I, I mean, I, I'm on board with, um, you know, I think there's going to be 10 teams, but I'm on board with what you're saying. I, th- I think, uh, you know, Syracuse is more on the bubble than Wake Forest. I Yo, think yeah. Wake Forest, yeah. I think you'll see Wake Forest in Dayton. If not, uh, you know, Wake Forest I think will be a, a 10 seed and, you know, might just barely miss the Final Four. But, but Syracuse, I think – is on the right side of the bubble. Uh, I mean, you lose to a Miami team that's going to be in the tournament. Uh, how much should you be penalized for when most people had you in going in? Um, sure. You know, you, you were in New York. I mean, their RPI, their computer numbers are not very good. Um, yeah. And that, that's what's going to be the, the, the thing, you know. They've been looking a lot at, like, historical. You've seen it, like, the last two or three weeks. They've never had it team with 15 losses in. Um, I don't think they've ever had a team with an RPI in the mid-80s where I think Syracuse is right now. And yeah. that that's where their trouble is going to be. But I feel like they've done enough, got enough quality wins, played well enough, you know, in the conference season to to sneak in. I think Syracuse is going to make it. But if, if they don't, as, as you guys have been saying, it was those non-conference losses uh, – Last, going back to Georgetown, the St. John's loss, they lost to Boston College early 
uh, I think in January, early in the ACC season, which uh, was is a disastrous loss. Boston College I won nine games and has an RPI over 200. So if Syracuse yeah. just misses out, they they can look. If they had just won one of those games, they probably would have made it. I think they're going to sneak in, but we'll know exactly why they get left out if they do. Yeah, I mean, it, it, well, they'll be looking it, at Georgetown. That's <laughs> right. Well, I'd argue St. John's. I'd argue St. John's. Yeah, I don't know, but I mean, this, this George, this losing to a team that loses to Arkansas State thing, I just can't get that out of my mind. Anyway, I've... yeah. No, no worries, no worries. I mean, I hell, I, I was going to say this: if, if if Syracuse does make make it, and it's in the I've heard arguments both ways about Syracuse. If you think Doug Gottlieb lost his mind last year, he will blow his stack this year. Oh, yeah. <laughs> You're going to lose his bleeping mind on the radio and on CBSSports.com. I mean, I'm, I'm just sitting there just, just, just waiting for it to happen. I'm just, I'm just waiting for the nuclear explosion. That is Doug Gottlieb, who does a great job over the CBS Sports. I mean, I mean, he's very underrated as a commentator, as a commentator but um, – yeah, that was pretty classic last year when it went off on Syracuse last year. Um, so speaking of Syracuse, let's, let's get you guys out on this. We all know what Jim Beheim says. Well, we all know what, which, which I, it's, it's like, I mean, poor Bruce, bro. It's, it's like you know, they they're just sitting around minding their own business, minding his own <laughs> business, when Jim Beheim just takes a, a legendary shot. At little Greensboro, North Carolina. I mean, it's, you know, as if you know they have their problems as if a stake. I mean, you, you don't need a, a coach taking a shot at you, right? Just, just, just you, know, you know. I'm trying to find the, the actual uh, quote right here. Just saying that you know, you know, during the press conference, he wasn't even prompted to do it. He just volunteered the information. He came up and said it. That you know. New York City is a great venue. This is Bayhawk for our tournament. I think the big city is where it should be played. I think it should be played here, Washington, and Atlanta. That's where the tournament should be played. And that was actually came out there's no value playing in Greensboro. None. And later he said he didn't give a bleep about what people say. So when the city of Greensboro's Twitter account, gave the clapbacks of all clapbacks. And he said, quote, we kindly disagree, but I guess you can lose the first one anywhere. At least it's a quick ride home. Yeah, that was outstanding. It was pretty, that was pretty amazing. That was one of the best replies I think I've seen on Twitter this year. Whoever runs the Twitter yeah, to the Greensboro should get a raise. Oh yeah, yeah. Or at least a bo- at least a bonus. Somebody should, yeah. And somebody, oh yeah, or, or 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 get them lifetime, lifetime cookout uh, gift cards or something like that. Right, 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 right. <laughs> I'd force Beheim um, to sit with me and eat at cookout four meals in a row or something like that. That would be my thing. Oh, Hi Jim, yeah. you're down here and you're going to eat at cookout. Then we're going to go to Bang- Bojangles. We're going to go to all these restaurants <laughs> in Greensboro that you can't go to. <laughs> but I would say this though. I would say this though. As a guy who grew up in Winston Salem, okay, I I, I don't dis I don't disagree with what Jim was saying, what Coach Barron was saying. There's a lot of truth to that. I mean, because 
I mean, let's be honest. Greensboro, New York City. New York City, Greensboro. Washington, D.C., Greensboro. Atlanta, Greensboro. Even Charlotte, Greensboro. I mean, Greensboro has made some strides since, since childhood. I mean, it's a, it's a decent city to live and work in now. But it's not a major league city. It's not a major city. It's a it's a decent sized city, but it's not a major city. So I think. But I think you know. But I think that like I think uh, Devil's Advocate approach to that. I think that the way that that city, and embraces the ACC tournament, is like is like nothing is like nothing other than nothing other, right? I mean, no no other city. I mean that is. When it, that is their bid, the biggest event that comes to that town every year. The city basically gives the key to the city, like the mayor gives the key to the city, you know, figuratively, right. probably to the ACC commissioner. And it's just one of those events that, that the city just loves with all their heart. And to see it leave mm. that city, I mean, it's, I mean, there's, there's a lot of emotion there and I can see, and I can see that. And I can see that, and it's you know it's it's a centralized city in ACC country, so it's easy for a lot of fans to get to, right? Right? I mean, you got a lot of people that live in Northern Virginia, right? They can, or, you know, they can easily get easy down there. Job, a lot of yeah. people, Richmond, you know, I mean, it's an easy commuting location for a lot of a lot of us, and you know, we just you know, so I mean, I can see, you know, I can and I can see the you know the emotion that comes from. A lot of the fans in that state from losing the AC, losing the ACC tournament, and here we, you know, of course, here we are back to your discussion on HB two, and that's something yeah. that that they certainly need to look at fixed in the future if they want to host that again. Yeah, I mean, I, I you know, Greensboro cherishes the hell out of the ACC tournament. I mean, it it oh, treats yeah. it like the crown jewel. I mean, it, it really, really cherishes. It. I mean, because after all, the ACC is headquartered there. And everything else, they've had tr- this tradition thing, but I think it's about a time. We, and this is what we touched on earlier, like to begin the podcast. Sometimes, I mean, not sometimes. It's about business. If you were, if it, if you know, it, it's all about making money, and if it doesn't make dollars, it doesn't make sense. And you know, I think that Greensboro, Greensboro was in danger of being left left to dust anyway, and I think it would be would have been to be inevitable that it would have gotten at the Daisy tournament would be getting further and further away from Greensboro as it was. But it's but the first per circumstances North Carolina is not helping, but you know, uh, but I I think Jeff like Jeff uh, I was like and Matt and I were talking earlier like before we like, like before we joined it's like do you see the A C C ever coming back to North Carolina, let alone Greensboro? Um but you think that Bayheim has a point in the sense that, you know, hey, you got to look at least northward or at least into these major markets if you want to, like, like, like get a lot of like, return your money on the, what is, is arguably the best conference, basketball conference in the country? Yeah, I mean, if I thought his point was to just to say, you know, we've got to, you know, play in different parts of the country, just not Greensboro, I would agree with that. But yeah. I think his intent was really just to, you know, insult Greensboro. Oh, it was to single out Greensboro, no doubt. It was oh, yeah. single, single him out, and 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 you know he, he's that's Jim Beheim. He's just a, he's just he's really just salty over the Big East breaking up. He's never gotten over it, and every time, you know, anything comes up about playing in the South from the 
first time when uh, you know he was saying that where where is it to eat in Clemson? You know, do they have a Denny's down there? No kidding, and he's Brody. salty because his ass lost to Virginia Tech the first time this year. <laughs> It's salty because he lost to Virginia Tech this time, this year, first time. Oh. <laughs> yeah, in, in, any, anything south of, uh, you know, any, anything south of the, uh, you know, original Big East reason, he's going to take an opportunity to take a uh, take a shot at him, and it, and it was unnecessary, and. You know, like Matthew said, I, I've been to the ACC tournament in Greensboro, and, and for them, they make the entire city about that event. From the moment you get in the city limits, in oh, the yeah. stores, the people the people ask yeah. you about it. They talk to you about the restaurants. And, you know, in, in the bigger cities, it, it, you know, it, it's a big event. But when it was in Atlanta and I, was, I went to that, I, you wouldn't even know what the ACC tournament was there until you were – you know, a couple blocks from Phillips Arena, and that's something that, you know, you, you can't re- replace that kind of, you know, community. Yeah, embrace yeah and, sure, that kind tournament. of hometown, home, hometown enthusiasm. <laughs> I know exactly what you're talking about, Jeff. Yeah, absolutely. And and you know, one, you know, argument I want to give to you know, going too far away from your your roots is, is you know, NASCAR tried that. You know, they tried that thing by putting. You know, their races all over the country. And at the end of the day, they got too far away from, from, from their roots and, and from where they originally kind of came from, and it hurt them in the end. And I'm not saying that they shouldn't move the tournament around. They absolutely should. Um, over the years, it was probably held in North Carolina too many years. Uh, and definitely yes. Washington, D.C. should be in the rotation. I, I think when we were saying New York is going to be a successful place to hold it, but I don't think you can you can completely eliminate having the tournament from Greensboro. I mean, it should be there at least once every four years. Um, you, know, you know, assuming the, the the HB2 gets resolved. But I think you should have it in the state of North Carolina and Charlotte or Greensboro. Uh, you know, a couple of times every four years, and then and then you can rotate out up north to New York. Uh, you know, DC, Atlanta. I think should host again. I, I'm. I'm kind of not on board with Florida that that much because when they took it down there to Tampa, it was it was basically a disaster. I mean, it was a, mm-hmm. it was one of the more it was the first, uh, if I'm remembering, it was one of the first ACC tournaments that didn't sell out. There were a lot of empty seats in Tampa, and to me, it was kind of like, okay, you had your shot and and you didn't show up, and uh, you know, right. I'm, I'm not too high on Florida hosting uh, ACC tournaments, but for sure, Washington. Um, New York, uh, I've heard talk maybe of, of Louisville hosting, maybe even Pittsburgh. All of those, I think, would 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 be great sites. But I def- definitely would not, you know, take North Carolina out of the rotation and, and not. And I'm, I'm not they even sure if I'm. Hi- I'm not even sure if I'm high on Atlanta hosting either. Yeah, I mean, yeah, a I mean, little I, bit. I, I, that's SEC country. That's SEC country. Yeah, a little uh, bit, Jeff, but I mean, not not. I mean, and I can see it, but not. You know, that might be a once every eight years sort of a deal. Yeah, I'm a, I'm totally on board with that. I mean, I I love Atlanta. I lived in Atlanta, but it, it was a very sterile environment when it was there. Yeah, in yeah. It was yeah. in twelve. Yeah. I mean, DC really had a, had a better atmosphere than what it they brought in. It was dynamite here. Yeah, ab- absolutely. So I I don't think. 
you know, you can have it there in Atlanta, but they that wouldn't be a place I'd have it once every three or four years. I think right, right. I mean, DC this is, city here, DC. Yeah. I mean, this the best basketball players in the country come from here, and many of them play at ACC schools. You know, and right. I mean, UVA, I mean this is a city that loves basketball. Yeah. You know, yeah. And you know, and and of course, it's right in my backyard. <laughs> judging yeah. judging, judging hey, from I, the attendance. Of what I've seen here on TV with the Big Ten tournament that's currently in the Verizon Center, they they definitely love ACC basketball a lot more than they like Big Ten basketball. <laughs> There's a lot of interest on television right now. Some of the Maryland yeah. fans probably still think they're in the ACC. Yeah, maybe. So. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> you know they do. You know they miss us. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, I tell you what, guys, for me, because because we lived in Springfield for three years right before moving here to Cincinnati. And I co-sign. It's 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 UVA, Vitek territory. I mean, it, <laughs> it, it, they really still love the ACC there, and you know that's why DC was a big success. And you know, I could easily see it going back to DC a few more times. And but I, I like the way it's trending in Brooklyn. And you know, who knows? MSG, like the folks at MSG are looking from afar for the Big East. If they're thinking, you know, we might want to come on in. But anyway, hey, thanks, guys, for, for joining me on this, man. It's been fun. And uh, shoot, Nick, for a fun Saturday night. That's okay. Okay. Well, so thanks for having us on. We really appreciate you asking us. Hey, man. Take Absolutely. care, Jeff and, and Matt. Enjoyed it. Be good. Cool. Right, bye. That's, those are my guys. Please check them out on the uh, All Sports Discussion ACC Sports blog. That's Jeff Van, his blogging partner. Matt C. Warner, a.k.a. Hokey Smash. Um, yeah, man. I tell you what, I mean, it's the ACC is really having great success in Brooklyn, like uh, like uh, like uh, all day today. And um, it should be really lit tomorrow, especially for Duke Carolina in the early semifinal. And I tell you what, I know people are saying it should come back to North Carolina, but, hey, if the HB2 scenario doesn't get its stuff together, um it may be a mood issue. But me personally, again, I grew up in North Carolina. I'm originally from Brooklyn. But I, I, I think the tournament should stay north of the Knicks and Dixon line. I think it should be, they should rotate between Brooklyn or MSG, Madison Square Garden, and Washington, D.C. I know Washington, D.C. is below the Knicks and Dixon line technically, but I think it, it's time to look, look, look northward. I mean, the ACC is, is all about money. And you know, if it, and if AC really wants to capitalize on the basketball tournament, they should look north, not south. Trying to think outside the box, but at any rate, uh, that's enough for me. But thank you all again for joining me for the Clown Hour. Have fun. Take care. Enjoy Championship Week 06. Good night. <laughs> <laughs>